0: Would you say you and Aang have a rocky relationship? All right, Aaron, we're doing it. We're talking about the hit 1991 family classic, Hook, starring Robin yes, Williams. finally,
1: <laughs> finally.
0: Wait, no, no, that, let me check oh. my notes. That's not is this, right.
1: Is, is, is that not it?
0: No, we're talking about Robin Hood, Robin Hood.
1: Oh, okay, that Merryman of gentlemen of uh, In the forest, yeah, yeah, In the yeah, forest, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, that yeah, one, yeah. okay. <laughs> no,
0: sorry, that's not right here. Oh, Naruto. Well.
1: Oh, Naruto. That's what they, we're talking about. We, we saw all the fight scenes in the forest. Running through the trees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No.
0: No, that's no. not right. Um,
1: Jet. A-
0: Avatar. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay,
1: Jet and Avatar. This wow. is the Avatar podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I thought this was our uh, our Robin Williams podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the other fan one. Fan cast. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. No, 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 yeah. It's easy to get this one confused.
1: No, this is our Dante Bosco fan cast. So we were I find
0: it books. hilarious that the episode that is like,
1: the most the
0: most like hook is the one where Dante Bosco's not <laughs> yeah, in it. Yeah, he's
1: not in it at all. It, <laughs> it took me until after the episode I realized that uh, Zuko and I are, are not in this at all. It's Apparently,
0: just... though, they pulled... I mean, you can, t- you can taste the anime <laughs> influence <laughs> in this episode. Oh,
1: there's so... I, Jet, the very first line, down you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> very, yeah, it's very anime-esque. Uh, so much Naruto inspo. Jet was, uh, I think, drawn to be inspired by uh, Cowboy Bebop, which yeah, I'm the, not familiar the with. The
1: main character, I haven't watched it either, but yeah, I've seen, I've seen all the gifts.
0: Yeah. Anyways, this is Rocky Relationship and Avatar: The Last Airbender podcast. I'm Danielle,
1: and I'm Erin.
0: Um, and today we are not talking about Robin Williams. Sadly, <laughs> we are talking about Chapter Ten, Jet.
1: Yes. Well, before we get into it. Every, I feel like now every episode I find, or every week I find a new idea for the Avatar verse, and I'm always excited to share. Can okay, I, so what I do sh- you got? Okay, this is not original. I found this online, but in Uncle Iroh meets Mr. Rogers. Oh, where he imparts like wisdom to kids.
0: And it's in the spirit world. Yeah. And he has all his like spirit friends. Yes. And he's drinking tea. That's oh, cute. tea time with Iro. Oh, um. it could be like a little mini. Yeah. That's cute. I like that.
1: Yeah. I, it's not, I found it on like Reddit, but good oh, idea. So
0: it's not original.
1: I said it wasn't original. I, I prefaced that.
0: Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, we're talking about your favorite boy. You love him. You hate him. You love to hate him. Oh, he's, I
1: love to hate him. He's the
0: sexiest <laughs> character in Avatar the uh, last Airbender.
1: <laughs> debatable. I think Mrs. Pretty is pretty good there. Mrs. Pretty. <laughs> if, that, if you haven't seen the episode, that's the uh, doll that they find in the water, or that little girl finds in the water and says,
0: Mrs. Pretty. That's a great name. What a great name.
1: <laughs> what a beautiful, pretty name.
0: Jet is, Um. He's he's not the hottest, he's the smoothest. I'll say yeah, that. he's very smooth. I mean, he brings all the girls to his yard.
1: I mean, have you seen the way the cabbage man looks at his cabbages? What?
0: <laughs> I'm just saying that everyone like, you know, points out Katara's like crush in this episode. But I think my boy Aang was hard crushing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Aang was like uh, he, he was mad crushing. He was he was obsessed. He was so he was so taken aback by Jet's smoothness. He loved the trees.
1: He was like yearning for his uh, for his affirmation. He was yearning just to be acknowledged by Jet.
0: Yeah, he, yeah. He was definitely uh, competing against Katara for his attention. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, well, we'll we'll get into that more. But um,
1: do you want to get right into it? If you want to get into it more,
0: yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> to Aang and Katara about the forest fire. Because they don't understand the demands of war. Not like you and I do. I do understand. I understand that there's nothing you won't do to get what you want. I was hoping you'd have an open mind. But I can see you've made your choice. I can't let you warn Katara and name. Take him for a walk. A long walk. You can't do this. Cheer up, Sokka. We're going to win a great victory against the Fire Nation today. Chapter 10 jet the gang is walking through a forest when they come across a couple of fire nation traps sokka suggests that they don't fly with appa otherwise they'll get caught so they should play it safe and walk katara criticizes sokka for acting like he's the leader and sokka says he's trying to go by his instincts sokka's instincts is the main character of this
1: episode <laughs> that they get roasted so hard by <laughs> ang and katara oh my god Um, As they walk through the forest, they accidentally walk into a Fire Nation camp. They are about to get captured until a vigilante group of fighters save the gang. The leader of the Freedom Fighters, Jet, impresses Katara with his fighting skills and charm. However, Sokka is angered that he was outshined. The Freedom Fighters find Blasting Jelly at the Fire Nation camp, and they invite the gang back to their hideout located in the trees of the forest.
0: Katara is incredibly smitten with Jet, and he reveals that he's been fighting the Fire Nation for years and is trying to free a nearby town. He also says that the Fire Nation killed his parents and wrecked the lives of other fighters, which is why they have sworn to destroy them.
1: The next morning, Jet takes Sokka on a mission to ambush more soldiers. They come across an old man who is a civilian from the Fire Nation, and against Sokka's advice, Jet attacks the old man. Sokka protests to Jet that this is wrong, and Jet says that any member of the Fire Nation is an enemy.
0: When they get back to the camp, Sokka tries to convince Katara and Aang to leave at once because of the attack, but Katara doesn't believe her brother and is more persuaded by Jet's side of the story. Jet also lies and says that the old man was carrying a poison knife, which Sokka knows isn't true.
1: Later that night, Sokka tails Jet and his buddies as they head on over to the nearby dam. He finds out that Jet plans on blowing up the dam with the blasting jelly they found earlier so they can wipe out the town occupied by the Fire Nation, even if it means killing innocent civilians. Sokka is caught by the Freedom Fighters and two of them escort him back to the camp while the rest finish rigging the bomb. As he's being escorted, Sokka eventually escapes his kidnappers.
0: Jet then takes Katara and Aang to have them waterbend more water into the dam reservoir, without telling them exactly what he's planning. Katara and Aang finish early and decide to meet Jet at the reservoir, where they find out the true purpose of their plan. As they find out the truth, Jet fights Aang and Katara in the forest, which takes up a lot of their time. Eventually, they defeat Jet, but they're too late as the dam blows up and destroys the town.
1: However, it's revealed that Sokka ran straight to the town after he escaped and was able to convince the townspeople to leave before the dam exploded with the help of the old man that he saved from Jet. Sokka scorns Jet for being a traitor since he was willing to sacrifice innocent lives and the gang flies away from the valley.
0: Not into the sunset.
1: Not into the sunset. It was just in the, into the clouds. Yeah, just clouds. But
0: flies away nonetheless.
1: <laughs> but uh, this was... I, I When I think about Jet... I don't think fond memories. (laughs) I don't like Jet as a character. No, no. But I think that this episode is a really important episode.
0: This is a really good episode. Yeah. It's really well done. It's one of those episodes which deals with strong themes Mm -hmm. um, and handles it really well. I mean,
1: we had a tough time trying to figure it out because there's so many routes you could go. We were thinking of insecurity for Sokka and Mm -hmm. how he feels about just trying to be the leader, trying to... Um, call the shots for his friends
0: jealous but, of jet
1: yeah being jealous of jet there's a lot of insecurity there we but see,
0: like hatred and yeah. uh, anger and revenge on jet's side yeah um but then we realized that there's a real dichotomy between uh jet and saka there's, and a, there's di- a real similarity yeah
1: i was about to say there is a similarity uh where we kind of figured out that this episode is about reaction to trauma
0: right because both Sokka and Jet have experienced very real trauma early on in their lives. You know, Sokka with the death of his mother and um, his father leaving for the war. And Jet literally witnessed the murder of his parents pretty much by the Fire Nation. Yeah,
1: yeah. And exactly both of those situations were caused by the Fire Nation. Mm-hmm. So for both of these people, they have developed, I would say, a similar, you know, animosity towards the Fire Nation. And, Definitely. Um Kind of similar goals in mind, yes. but different ways of getting to those different goals. approaches. Yeah, approaches.
0: Definitely. Uh, you know, um, Sokka, we've always seen as being the harshest one in the gang towards right. uh, people he doesn't trust. Yeah. You know, um, so it was really surprising to see his reaction to the situation. But we really haven't met the embodiment, the embodiment of like hate, hatred for the Fire Nation until we met Jet. Right. He is so angry.
1: Yeah. Well, he's willing to, you know, kill civilians. Right. And we haven't really kind of dealt with that. Every every single conflict that we've had with the Fire Nation has always been like, the it's just soldiers. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just people in the military. But now is the first time we really see that, yeah, the, the Fire Nation is the ones per- perpetuating these horrors. But it's still a society and a civilization with people who have nothing to do with the war at all.
0: Exactly. Um, Which is a very prevalent theme in many war stories. Yeah. Right. You know, we see these horrors of war that affect the innocent people um, who aren't fighting, who aren't doing anything. They're just living. They're just there. They're bystanders. They're Mm -hmm. innocent um, victims. Uh, So very heavy theme. But I think what makes their different reactions to um, the trauma they've faced at the hands of the Fire Nation. So interesting is how similar they are. Right. They are very much alike. You know, Sokka's whole struggle is trying to be strong, be a warrior, protect the ones he loves be the leader and we mm-hmm. see him kind of struggle with this very early on in this episode yeah
1: he katara criticizes him for even trying to tell them what to do right even though i mean it makes sense yeah He's the oldest well well i was just talking about the situation yeah he is the oldest but in that situation in the beginning of the episode where he suggests to fly instead or sorry walk. To, to walk instead of fly um, that makes sense. Even I mean, though he's that,
0: proven he has street smarts. In the did, last episode, he's the one who saved them by like pulling that trick with the pirates.
1: Right. Even though they took his advice, they um, still fell in the hands of the Fire Nation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, coincidentally, yeah, Sokka kind of fucked up there. But
0: it was a good point.
1: He, he had logic. To yeah. It. And that's and that's kind of whole, Sokka's whole shtick. He's trying to be logical and mm-hmm. in prob- in, in be the problem solver of the group. And when he's not in that role, that's when he becomes really insecure mm-hmm. and he be- he feels vulnerable and he doesn't feel like he's contributing at all. Kind
0: of like with the kiyoshi episode, he right. felt very insecure because he was he was out he was outshined. yeah, you know, and he just wants to. He, he It comes from a good place, but he just kind of goes about it, like, the wrong yeah, way. Yeah,
1: in the Kiyoshi episode, there's definitely more of, like, okay, come on, Sokka, you're just being sexist and <laughs> dumb, but...
0: And then, like, we're introduced to Jet, and Jet is so successful at being a leader. He's he's gathered all of these kids together to fight mm-hmm. for a common purpose, and he's yeah. so inspiring to them. Like, they talk about how charismatic he is. He's a great fighter. Like, yeah, he outshines Sokka in that department. He's a great
1: storyteller. He's able to... Um, encapsulate you know his his um his group of fighters to mm-hmm. to follow whatever he said they, they right. I, well i think uh pipsqueak said like we do whatever jet I says be. No 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 I, I thought it was the big guy oh pipsqueak yeah he said like we follow wherever jet goes something like that you know
0: yeah uh no he's so he's everything Sokka kind of like wants to be
1: yeah
0: um so at first like Sokka does resent him just for that fact yeah that he's, he's jealous super envious but to his credit, he does immediately see Jet for who he is. Yeah. Um and he, he
1: sees past the confidence and he past sees that past facade. the yeah,
0: the facade, exactly. Because, um, you know, Katara and Aang are kind of enamored by it. Like <laughs>
1: Aang especially. Aang
0: is so crushing for Jet. Like, I know, like, obviously Katara has, like, a huge crush on him. But, like, Aang, like, loves Jet. <laughs>
1: for no, for what reason? Aang he, is think, literally the Avatar. I think because
0: Aang really just wants to deep down live in a forest and, like, play <laughs> in the trees. Like, he doesn't want the responsibility being an Avatar. So Yeah,
1: like, he was talking about, like, uh, when Sokka was saying, like, we got to leave. This is bullshit or whatever. And Aang's like, what are you talking about? This is the life. <laughs> yeah, like, this is
0: great. I love how they're still just, like, dicking around, even though they have to go to the, like, North Pole. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Aang has to learn waterbending. Anyways, um, yeah, so Sokka, to Sokka's credit, um, we see his ethics kind of shine yeah, through. Yeah,
1: his his ethical code, moral code. Um, he immediately recognizes, like... Uh, the, oh, the, the scene with the old man. The old man scene is the... I think it's the best representation of Sokka's true intentions. And their differences. Jet yeah, and, and, and there are differences um, where Sokka recognizes this is an helpless old man that's not going to. Yeah, hurt call them. off the attack. Yeah. yeah, he he says, "Hey, call it off." You know, oh, this. it's just
0: an old man. Never mind.
1: But Jet <laughs> fucking pulls out his hook swords. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, those are those like,
0: weapons are crazy.
1: They're mean looking.
0: They're pointed on both
1: ends. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just attacks the guy, attacks the old man, which is...
0: For for no reason.
1: For no reason. And, well, the reason, really, is Jet just doesn't trust anyone in Mm -hmm. red clothing, apparently.
0: (laughs) He, I mean, it's just so sad because, obviously, he's been through so much pain in his life. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think he has the right intention. Yeah. He wants to protect people from the the Fire Nation. Is predominantly evil you yeah. know but there are he doesn't recognize he he sees the innocent people that they have to like uh take down to as just like necessary sacrifices yeah, he
1: has hardcore tunnel vision when mm-hmm. it comes to his goals and you know we, we come to find out that his eventual goal is to wipe out this town to free the valley That's but it's what he just says. so
0: crazy because who's there to free
1: exactly after he wipes out the town Who's going to use the valley? Who's yeah. going uh, to inhabit the area? No one, because you just fucking killed everyone.
0: He sees um, his actions as necessary. He and...
1: thinks that the ends justify the means. Exactly. And yes. um, he believes that if he's able to wipe out Fire Nation with his plan, doesn't matter if it wipes other people out. As long as the Fire Nation have been f- literally flushed out yeah. of the valley, then his plan's accomplished.
0: And I think, like I said, I think it's great that it's Sokka, the one driving the opposing argument to that in this episode. Because Sokka has been the most um, harsh on the Fire Nation out of that group. You know, Katara is very understanding. um, Trustful. Yeah, trustful. Aang obviously has a very strong moral code and he doesn't want to see evil in people at all.
1: But Aang, on the other hand, he has a strong moral code. He's also a kid who's very naive. Right. And he doesn't see you know the the nuances of of jeff's or jeff jeff uh, he doesn't see oh God. he doesn't see the nuances of jet's uh nefariousness he doesn't Girl. see that there's an uh, an ulterior motive
0: right ang is, is very naive on. and trust and trusting and katara is just enamored <laughs>
1: enamored
0: Apparently, Katara and Jet shared a little smoochy in this episode that yeah. isn't um, shown, but it's confirmed by like Avatar extras that uh, <laughs> Jet was Katara's first kiss. Wow. Oh, speaking of first kiss, <laughs> I don't know if we're getting into the lighter topics now, but the the scene <laughs> when they were just like roasting Sokka is <laughs> so funny. Like yeah. when. <laughs> Like I think guitarist is like, you haven't even kissed a girl. It's yeah. like I've kissed a girl. <laughs> who? Grand Grand? <laughs>
1: burn. It's a good one. Or uh, It
0: reminds me of a um in Half Blood Prince, I think Harry and or Harry, Ginny and uh Ron go through like a similar argument where
1: something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or um uh when they're talking about Sokka's instincts, it's like uh, who would you ride on? Or who would you uh... No no,
0: maybe you should ask Sokka's instincts to carry your bag in. Yeah, that's yeah. What it is. <laughs> It was, it was a good, good, uh, comedic moments from Katara and Aang (laughs) instead of just like Sokka making all the jokes.
1: You never, well, Sokka is always the butt of every joke, I feel like.
0: Yeah. I really liked this episode for Sokka. I mean, he, not only did he, you know, recognize Jet for what he was very early on, um, even though, you know, it showed off his jealousy and his insecurities when he like sacrificed he basically like risked everything to go to that village cuz mm-hmm. he knew it was about to be flooded at any moment. Yeah. And he went to that village and like got all those people out just in time. Like that's so brave. And I don't I like I never recognized the bravery of that act before.
1: Right right and you would assume that oh he's going to go to the dam. And mm-hmm. He's going to stop the explosion from ever happening in the first place. But I think as a as from a writing perspective it was really smart to have him go because then they could use the old man as the, because per- he said like, they didn't believe me at first, but uh, the old man that I saved helped convince everyone. Right, And so it just goes to show the, um, the gravity of his actions. The and consequences
0: it, of your the actions. The consequences,
1: right. Mm-hmm. The consequences of his actions and showing that if he did not save that old man. Yeah. Would he be able to get the village out? Would he be able to convince anyone? Probably not.
0: His trust and his faith that the old man was just an innocent bystander um, saved all those people.
1: Also, I I, uh, I mean, the obviously the shittiest thing that Jet has done this episode is try to or blow up the dam to try to, um, you know, get the townspeople out, whatever. But the, when he lied about the poison knife or whatever, mm-hmm. he showed like, oh, the old man had a knife in it. There was a poison vial. It's like, I could just... Feel Sokka's frustration. Yeah. You could sense that Sokka was like, holy fuck, this guy is just doing anything he and can to... Yeah. To... To... um." To boost his reputation, to show that he's...
0: And his frustration at, like, Katara and Aang, like, Katara especially, like, dude, yeah. that's your brother, like, you're not gonna trust your brother yeah. over this, like, random guy you met, like,
1: right. like,
0: they have been, I we were talking about this before the episode, but I think one of the, we were talking about how the main reason that Sokka um, grew from his trauma in a different way than Jet was because he had the support of Katara in his
1: life exactly
0: and so these two have been supporting each other and helping each other ever since their mother died and Mm -hmm. their father left um and they've been through so much together and they've been through so much together with ang so far and then like he she just completely disregards his story
1: yeah Uh, that
0: was really messed up on Katara's part like i can i can get like her kind of wanting to believe jet but like when your your brother is telling you straight up, like, what happened. Yeah. Like, I think that was a really bad look for Katara.
1: I mean, it can happen a lot with siblings where you're just, you become so close. There's a point of diminishing returns where, like, mm-hmm. you just don't really trust them in certain things or you just know them so well that mm. y- your own bias and your own perspective on them can cloud your judgment
0: right and that's kind of like what the opening scene was kind of setting up with Sokka using right. his instincts to and lead then, them into a bad situation
1: exactly that that, that that's perfect that's exactly how the writers set it up so it gave justification for Katara to not really trust him right um,
0: exactly uh yeah I I didn't notice before watching this episode just how similar Jet and Sokka were and how their stories were paralleled with each other and then yeah. just but how different they right. turned out.
1: And you were talking about how Sokka had Katara, but Jet had no one. Right. He did. He really just had himself, and he eventually he found his group of people. And mm-hmm. but they're not equals to him. They're right. they're um they're followers. Right. Katara and Sokka have operated as a team their entire life. Yeah. Katara has constantly criticized, challenged, or helped Mm -hmm. Sokka, and they've had each other for their whole lives. However, Jet presumably you know hasn't had anyone so
0: his hatred had just festered in with festered like, has
1: had become unchallenged
0: he's had, he'd had no love to kind of offset that
1: exactly
0: and so it just it makes you realize that if um Katara and Sokka didn't have each other and you know didn't have their dad still uh, they Sokka could have very much ended up very uh vengeful and yeah. very angry and very hurt
1: right I um, mean when when your parents are killed obviously jet is a logical extension of that anger being unchecked in mm-hmm. him or i would even say if uh if this was like katara being the focus and uh we didn't have sokka katara would probably be really vengeful really mm-hmm. spiteful we see that at the very end of the whole series mm-hmm. when she goes to um you know
0: in the southern raiders yeah
1: go to uh, yeah. uh get revenge on her mother's killer that that raw energy or sorry that raw emotion that she felt in that one episode could have been just how she ended up her as her entire personality right by this point you know
0: you know and we even mentioned like Sokka is also very paranoid of um like he was very paranoid of Aang um mm-hmm. and as anyone as a Fire Nation spy and Katara is always the one to kind of check that
1: yeah. And then
0: later when we do see Jet again, he's always very paranoid of everyone. Like You're that's a about
1: Sokka or... no, Jet. Oh yeah, right. Cuz when right.
0: we see Jet next, um he is his paranoia gets the best of him in bossing say and mm-hmm. it really is his downfall cuz he's uh so um obsessed with Fire Nation and if yeah. he thinks suspects anyone of being a firebender or a Fire Nation, he that just consumes him and that's what um leads him to being arrested in bossing and everything yeah spoilers but uh so it, it like they're just so similar in so many ways. Mm-hmm. it's crazy I mean it's really well done
1: super well done I mean Jeff is <laughs> probably the most <laughs> controversial character
0: Jeff is like <laughs> <laughs> he's like um he's like a he's like a pretty big antagonist in a way
1: yeah he's a he's kind of like an antihero in a sense
0: not even because you don't really root for him mm,
1: yeah I, I i don't know i think that well isn't he's his... just the
0: embodiment so, of kind of like how commander zhao is the embodiment of no growth you know just being one yeah. way poor jet is you know until his very last moments he's he doesn't grow you know he doesn't learn
1: yeah he doesn't grow but i think that's uh kind of tragic
0: it's very sad
1: it's it that's uh, so spoilers, this is this is an actual spoiler warning if you don't want to know what happens to Jet. But when he dies, it's a sad moment. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the first death of the show, right?
0: right? Mm, there's some other like like when um like that guy that Kiyoshi killed in that flashback.
1: There's no, some I, other deaths. I'm, I'm talking like about main like,
0: character. Yeah,
1: like main characters in the present timeline that we're we're in. I think that was the first Doesn't
0: Commander Zhao die?
1: Oh, he might I don't know. Any- in in any case, Jet's death is really tragic because of what you said, because he doesn't experience growth. He doesn't... F- he, imagine if Zuko died, uh, you know, at the end of season two.
0: Or even, uh, yeah. Right, you exactly. know, where
1: he, that's his... that The end of season two is his the height of his emotional or his raw emotion, mm-hmm. right? His passion, his hatred for the avatar and for his um, sister mm-hmm. and for his family, his for yearning putting
0: for uh, respect and his honor. honor,
1: all of the, all of those emotions just um, coming into one in the final episode of season two. And he dies. Yeah. That would be fucking tragic because season three, you know, spoilers season three is where he goes through the biggest character development mm-hmm. and becomes good he was kind of already showing signs of that especially in season 1 definitely in season 2 but still he was still
0: holding pers- on to hold,
1: yeah, yeah holding on to his past life because of that that's what makes Jeff's oh god damn it that was that was an accident because it it, it makes Jet's whole story in uh, Demise, really sad.
0: Very sad because he does end up with people who genuinely love him and yeah. care for him. Was and it Smellerby
1: and, Smeller and Longshot? Right,
0: like are still with him and want him to change for the better, and they want a new life. Yeah, and I think you know Jet did kind of grow in his last episode. I mean, he sacrificed himself. Uh, you know, in his final moments. This is a,
1: this is a podcast about a future episode. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just
0: saying, I mean, it's, you know, it's interesting to talk about Jet's future uh, yeah. in, when we first see him because, you know, he it, does come back in a strong way.
1: It does and play it, into the difference between the two. So because, it is
0: that, sorry.
1: No, no, yeah. It, I was saying it does play into the difference between the two because, I mean, obviously, Sokka doesn't die. And so, but if he did become what Jet did, And never moved past his Mm -hmm. um, his His obsession and anger with the Fire Nation, and then he died in an act of revenge, in an act of spite. That's it's it's a tragic story, I think.
0: Well, I mean, again, we're talking about the future episode. Jet Jet does kind of uh, use his last moments to help the gang and change, and that's what's the most tragic because you know, at the up until that episode, he had not grown, and then he finally made positive changes and then that's all cut short um so i think that's like the saddest of it all but um yeah it was a really well done episode uh uh, you know it's hard to explain to kids what war can do to people and i think Mm -hmm. this episode did a good job
1: of that yeah it wasn't explicit it i mean it took us a, a kind of a bit to discuss it you know before the episode to figure out exactly what the theme was but um,
0: the theme really was just Sokka and Jet's parallels, you know.
1: Yeah, um, just a juxtaposition of their reaction mm-hmm. to what happened to their um, to them in the past.
0: Yeah, and how they've grown or not grown from it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, good stuff.
1: Yeah, you got some fun facts I after don't, this fun discussion.
0: I don't really, honestly. Um, my fun fact was, or I did. We talk about. Cowboy v Oh
1: yeah you brought up the cow yeah you blew your load pretty yeah, early there. <laughs> I don't
0: know. I don't really have oh uh I and I already talked about the kiss. Yeah that, was that a- apparently that was they they kissed apparently. I should in, have I should have asked scenes. you
1: to look into his swords. Like what are the what are those swords called? Those weird hook things. Like barbed swords.
0: I mean we can look it up. What are Jeff's sword things?
1: So according to Avatar.fandom.com His hook swords, also known as twin hooks, tiger heads, or tiger blades, are three weapons in one. A long pole with a hook at the end, an arced blade above the fist, and spearhead beneath the handle. I think those are really unique weapons. I thought that they animated his fighting really well. Yeah, he
0: was able to, like, swing through the trees with them.
1: Yeah, swing through the trees. He, like, he would hook one sword onto the other. He, He would hook the two swords together and then, like... Wave it around like a nunchuck, almost. Yeah, it was really cool.
0: this says that um, we see it again in Cora with the triple triple threat triad.
1: Is that the uh triple threat? Triad. Oh, is that in the first? That
0: gang that um is in like the first season, right? Of Korra right. the wow. leader uh uh fights with them.
1: Nice, that's a cool you know
0: cool little throwback. Yeah, I don't have any more fun facts.
1: <laughs> I found I found them on Amazon the makoto chinese hook swords 48 dollars, danielle come on hang them up put like put them on our cats would
0: knock those down and (laughs) and like sever their tails off
1: (laughs) they look like uh key blades You, you play kingdom hearts no oh come on come on this is improv danielle yes and yes and yeah
0: (laughs) no i'm saying yes and what's where are you going
1: i'm going with uh with my boys donald duck goofy and sora
0: what is going i don't even know what that
1: means (laughs) if okay i i want to post a picture of these hook swords on the instagram so people can look and see exactly what we're talking about but these look exactly like the kingdom hearts key blades and if you play kingdom hearts you'll know exactly what i'm talking about um oh what was your favorite bending moment danielle
0: Oh, um, when my girl Katara freezes his ass.
1: That was good.
0: She, like, breathes. She uses her, <laughs> she uses her breath. Yeah, like, she's never the water. used that
1: before. Because she
0: has frozen water before, but she's never done it, like, with the breath.
1: You know, I, I I, don't know why I never thought about how benders could use their breath. Because when we were having that discussion a couple of weeks ago about Iroh, or, like, firebenders, you know using their they were like smoke bending but we were talking about Mm -hmm. that but then we you said like oh yeah Iroh can uh can use his breath he steamed the water in his hot tub with his breath to make it hotter
0: Iroh always is um like whenever he's training Zuko's like you like use your breath and remember your breathing I mean I think it's very I think breath is probably very important for especially firebenders and airbenders Definitely it's very makes very gaseous elements.
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, it does make a lot of sense with water bending too, and how Katara used that to cool the ice or yeah, cool it was water, a cool it ice.
0: technique that we had never seen, yeah. And it's fun because you know, Katara still at this point is self trained, so
1: right, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh my god, Katara, where do you and she, she was
0: whipping a- his ass she with the water. she was
1: wailing on him, yeah, like uh, because the, the fight was mostly between Aang and uh, Aang and Jet.
0: Again, not really even a fight because Aang didn't want to fight him,
1: and right, was well, kind of
0: chasing him around. No,
1: but Aang eventually he like suddenly he did like on, that like, a,
0: tornado that whipped around the. Tree. That
1: was gonna be my favorite yeah. moment. Yeah, that tornado move where he, uh, you can see the air current go like whipping through the trees and it pushes Jet down and, um, I don't know, like Aang for a person that doesn't want to fight, holy crap, is he good at fighting? Yeah, like. I mean, he's a master. <laughs> he's he's the embodiment of like, hey, you don't want to fight me cuz yeah. I I will kick your ass. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, he he's like, I want to I want to keep the peace um but the second you step up. Yeah. <laughs> things aren't going to be peaceful anymore. Nah,
1: nah, nah. I mean, <laughs> it, it this is a funny thing I always think about with people. It, it's like with a person like Batman where they he doesn't kill anyone he just like beats them senselessly yeah he just breaks all their
0: <laughs> limbs and leaves them permanently yeah, like disfigured it, for the rest what I of think their about. lives
1: or um uh, in one of the new spider-man games obviously they, they try to make it so that spider-man doesn't kill anyone mm-hmm. so if you throw someone off the roof they'll fall down it's new york city so they'll fall down uh, towards the ground but then they'll be like um spider webbed into the wall so mm-hmm. they don't fall down they just are incapacitated.
0: I mean, it's always funny looking back, uh, going through every major moment when Ang like just goes into avatar state and like fucks everyone up. Yeah, because <laughs> at the end he's so like he's like, I'm not going to kill anyone. I don't want to kill. I've never taken a life, and it's like you've never taken a life.
1: Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, like
0: he drowns so many people on the North Pole. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, eventually. <laughs> like, like, what, do those, do? all of those people survive? Yeah,
1: because like, at the very end, he's super not about killing the Fire Lord because, you know, we all know he's eventually going to fight him. So he's just like, should I kill him? What should I do? He has this whole moral conundrum. Meanwhile, we've had three whole seasons of him fucking everyone's shit up.
0: Yeah, I, it's kind of <laughs> it, it is we'll silly. We'll talk
1: about, uh, th- there's a lot of uh, people's, people have a lot of gripe about the end of the show. I have I have some meaningful criticism for sure and that has to do with his, you know all of a sudden Aang is like very concerned but yeah <laughs> Well,
0: I don't think he ever cuz he does we do see his um resistance to violence even in this episode. Like these early yeah. episodes we do see it he's literally like I don't want to fight you, Jet.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Also, can I just um talk about how badass the writing the like for the um the dialogue was uh, when Katara is just like going at Jet with like "You're sick, you're mm-hmm. a monster." Like I thought, all I, of a sudden, I, yeah. I I always thought that was really powerful, and like the delivery of that was also like really, really strong. Yeah, like,
1: well, she was like crying almost. Right yeah. then, it shows she was like really upset that she had put all of her trust into this. I mean, albeit stranger. Yeah,
0: the line <laughs> "You're sick" and "I trusted you" just always hits me. Yeah, it was good.
1: What about the Good line, acting? What about the line, uh, "You gotta be quicker next time"? <laughs> from from Jet.
0: Yeah, Jet's the king of one of video game one liners.
1: <laughs> no, it wasn't even like video. It was just like so anime. Oh my god, Jet! Like they just decided. Down you, you go. Yeah, down you go. They just made him this most anime person that their anime character in this entire show
0: well this was a like we said earlier this was a very anime heavy episode
1: yeah inspired for sure Mm -hmm.
0: i think it was really cool seeing uh uh again another child army um who aren't (laughs) benders and are just like you know totally powerful on their own
1: jet's an amazing fighter yeah watching his scenes i was like yeah he's very formidable he he single-handedly i wouldn't say he has his group of bros but um, he
0: takes down those 20 firebenders in the beginning
1: yeah i mean he's he knows his shit yeah and that's another thing like <laughs> would you say that because sokka had grown up pretty much isolated in the southern water tribe that if he grew up anywhere else he would probably be more like jet in that sense that he's able to hone his skills in a way that is a lot better than just practicing with children, you know? But
0: I don't even know, because Jet didn't have any men to teach him either. Like, Sokka's whole thing is he didn't have any men to, around to show him how to, like, fight know. or anything.
1: We don't really know a lot about Jet Jet, as far as, like, the point after he um, his parents died and then up until where we meet him. He kind of just, like, says, like, I've just been fighting the Fire Nation my whole life. Right. I think that in that period of time, he's just learned... To adapt to any situation, he's a guerrilla fighter, right? Yeah. It was in the description of the show, um, or the episode on Netflix. Like he knows how to fight in an unorganized way against an organized militia, yeah, an organized army, yeah, and he's that's what he excels at.
0: No, it was really it was really fun to see um all of the fighting styles in this episode. I thought it was really like I liked the anime kind of approach to the fights and mm. like with the trees using like all the um the setting yeah. like really well. I thought it was cool.
1: I think this was the first episode where I was really impressed by the fighting itself, yeah. like the animation.
0: I mean, it's tr- we haven't seen a lot of like, you know, skilled fighters yet.
1: Right. It's mostly just been Aang. Fighting Zuko. I mean
0: Zuko's skilled.
1: Those are there have been skilled fighters fighting each other that we've seen so far, but I would say that the animations and the actual uh, you know, martial arts moves that are being implemented the settings. The settings. Yeah. It hasn't yet culminated into like really really badass scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Until this one I think that the fourth scene is really cool. Yeah,
0: this was a, a well done episode altogether i mean Mm. i've said that like a thousand times yeah really well done (laughs)
1: super well done
0: very very well handled (laughs) good job
1: you know what's gonna be a really well done episode
0: oh don't even fucking say it (laughs)
1: looks like there's a great divide between us danielle
0: Mm. (laughs) i don't want to
1: we need to think of something to do that not everyone does.
0: It's going to take us 20 minutes to talk about it, because we're just going to be like... Oh.
1: Yeah, what should we talk about after? <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll find a way to fit 40 minutes of conversation into uh, an episode about the Great Divide, maybe.
0: Oh, um, cat update.
1: What, what cat update?
0: Well, so Aaron's family is visiting, and yeah. uh, they brought their little Boston Terrier, Tessa. <laughs> so... <laughs> Cats have been very stressed out. <laughs>
1: Only Toph. Well, Boomy. Bumi Boomy's been... just been
0: hiding. She has not even dealt with it. But like Toph isn't one to hide. She'll nah. just like come out and like, you know, face <laughs> everything head on and just like she'll fuck someone up if she needs to. So there was a close little run in this morning, but so far it's been okay. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, it, she's been they've been good. They I mean last night they were both like sleeping in the same room. So I think that's a win.
1: I think everybody really cares about yeah. our cat's well-being.
0: I mean, do they not? Like, I think so. <laughs> follow Toph and Boomy on Instagram.
1: Yeah, Toph underscore underscore Boomy. If you don't know it by now, you're dead to us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're dead to them. Yeah. They hate you.
1: <laughs> um, follow us on Instagram at Rocky Relationship Pod.
0: And TikTok. I swear I'm going to be making more TikToks Yeah.
1: What's going on, Danielle? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You tired?
0: Yeah. All right, bye.
1: Bye. Thanks for listening.
0: Thanks.